0: Welcome to West Church. We're so thankful you've joined us today. Whether you're joining us in person or virtually, we're excited to come together to praise, worship, and receive God's glory. If this is your first time with us, we'd like to give you a very special welcome. If you're returning, thanks for joining us again. We appreciate it, and we appreciate you. Now, let's prepare to be inspired and encouraged as we enter into worship. Quite a few years ago, I worked with a man whose wife was addicted to QVC and Home Shopping Network. Um, There was a room, there was literally a room in his house that was piled high with the items that she bought off of QVC and Home Shopping Network. And if you've ever watched it, I can see how that could happen. Um, So they're selling a product. Let's take, let's say an Instant Pot, okay? A lot of folks have that in their home. So what they do is they have the Instant Pot and they cook something in it. And it looks so good. And then they take it out and then they start eating it and they say it's so delicious and your mouth is just watering as you're watching what they bring out. And they said, oh, we did this in 15 minutes in our Instant Pot. It is so much, such a time saver. You've got to have one of these in your kitchen. And it comes in a lot of colors that would fit in with the color scheme of your kitchen. You can get it in the traditional black or white, but we have the red and the green and the blue and the yellow. Oh, we've only got 500 left in the blue, so you have to call soon if you want a blue one. Up, oh, the blue one is gone, but we still have all the other colors for you. You can still get this Instant Pot. And you can have it for only $59.99 or three equal payments of $20, so you can afford this whether or not you can afford to pay for the whole thing up front. And they, then they say, and that's not all. If you call now, we'll include a full serving set with a ladle and a spoon and a spatula. That's a $19.99 value, free to you when you buy an Instant Pot from us. Oh. And that's not all. (laughs) We'll include with your Instant Pot the Instant Pot brand cleaning kit with a lint-free cloth, a stainless steel cleaning solution, and a scratch-free abrasive pad pad for just a $9.99 value. And you can get the serving set and a cleaning tool and and the cleaning kit. All these, you can't get this from Target. You can't get this from Walmart. You're not going to get this from Amazon. Only here on QVC if you call today. And that's not all. If you order in the next 30 minutes, we'll include a broth starter sample pack with three portions of chicken broth, beef, and vegetable broth made by this very, very reputable company. That's a $13.99 value included for free if you order right now. And if you are at all thinking about an Instant Pot, by the time they're finished and saying and that's not all, you just can't wait to pick up your phone or go on your computer because who could say no to that? When I was 15 years old, I was not a church-going person. My family never went to church, but I started going because I had my eye on a girl. And on the sixth Sunday in a row that I went to church, I was sitting in worship. the pastor was speaking, and he had just finished explaining how Jesus came to die for my sins and that people needed to confess and they needed to believe in Jesus. And then he finished his message and he got really, really quiet. And he said, now I want everybody to bow your heads, and I want you to close your eyes, and I'm going to pray in just a moment. And he said, now, While everybody's got their head bowed and everybody's got their eyes closed, I just want to say something to you. If anyone is here today listening to my voice, talking about Jesus, and you want to pray to ask Jesus to come into your life, and you want to make a decision for Christ, while everybody else's head is bowed and while every eye is closed, would you just slip your hand and raise your hand up and indicate that that's what you want to do? So I did. I did. And I was nervous, and I was afraid, but I felt in my heart like I wanted to trust Jesus for the very first time and make a decision for Him, so I did. And it's hard to believe now that that was 43 years ago. It seemed so, so simple at the time. I was just making a decision for Jesus. That's what I was instructed to do. It didn't feel like my whole world was shifting. I just knew that I needed Him in my life. So today, 43 years later, when I read these words in Romans chapter 8, specifically in verses 9 through 11, which say this, you, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit." When I read these verses today, 43 years after that first experience, I want to say to my 15-year-old self and also to all of you, and that's not all. We're in a series entitled, If God is for Us, And we are working verse by verse through uh, chapter 8 of Paul's letter to the believers that were in Rome in the Bible. And the main point of what Paul is trying to do is he's trying to encourage these new Christians who are living in Rome who are really suffering and going through a tremendous amount of persecution at the hands of the government. And they were going through all of this hardship and trying to hold on to their faith in the midst of it. And Paul has been talking about the Holy Spirit. And by the time we get to verses 9 through 11, I feel like I'm beginning to be a salesman on QVC saying, and that's not all, and that's not all, and that's not all. Because here's why. I'm so glad you had us read the way we did, Melissa, because Verse 1 says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And this is probably the very first thing that I came to understand when I was 15 years old and trusted Jesus. Jesus died on the cross for the penalty of my sins. He took my guilt on Himself when He died. Jesus paid for what I deserved from God on the cross so that I might be forgiven and I might go free. And when God looks at a person who has trusted in Jesus, He sees them as loved, forgiven, and free of guilt and shame. Great. But that's not all. The rest of the verses that we read in chapter 8, He's talking about the role of the Holy Spirit. Verse 9 says, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. That is, not only did Jesus die for our sins, but the Holy Spirit, but God also gives us the Holy Spirit when we believe in Jesus, and the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, and He lives within us, and He lives with us, and when the whole, what the Holy Spirit does is for us And there is so much more to what God gives us besides just a decision that I made when I was 15 years old. Each new verse in Romans 8 is like, and that's not all, and that's not all, and that's not all. And so today I want to briefly highlight three of those for you, three things that the Holy Spirit does in us, for us, and through us that I didn't even know and realize when I gave my life to Jesus 43 years ago. And I want you to know them as well. The first is this. He helps us to break with our sin. He helps us to break with our sin. Now, if there is one thing that people don't like about people who go to church, it's that we seem a little too preoccupied with talking about sin. Christians are always trying to get you to admit that you're a sinner. And that's so depressing. Who wants to keep learning about that again and again and again? And yet verse 9, he says this, and it's kind of veiled here, but I'm going to explain it to you. He says, you, however, are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, we said last week, and you can go back and listen to this, that when Paul uses the word flesh here, it's the Greek word sarx, S-A-R-X, and he is not talking about our skin and our bones flesh. Rather, he is it's kind of a, a code word in the way that he's using it. He's talking about an idea about humanity, that humanity has a spiritual and a relational problem with God that spills into our relationships with one another. And as our Maker and our Redeemer, God knows what is best for us, but we would prefer that God would keep His nose out of our business and would just let us live our own lives as we want to live them without His input. And that attitude or that spiritual condition… That wants God to stay out of my business and stay out of the business of telling me what to do. That is called the sinful nature. We want what God doesn't want us to want. We don't what God wants us to want. We also hurt, and we both hurt and offend God. And all this trickles down into our human relationships. We hurt and offend one another. And when we hurt and offend one another, we also hurt and offend God when we do that. And when we think like this and act like this, we actually, as Paul says, make ourselves to be enemies of God. But when we turn to Jesus and we realize that we need to be forgiven for our hard-hearted and rebellious attitude towards God and our lack of love for other people, God forgives us, and our guilt and our shame are wiped away. And that's what we celebrate in baptism washing, cleansing, new life. So now that I have trusted Jesus, but as the saying goes, old habits die hard. I find that my flesh and my sinful nature is still a part of who I am, and I struggle with temptation, and I still have a hard time loving other people. And Jesus came into my life, but wanting what God wants and doing what God wants doesn't always come natural, and it doesn't come, always come easy. And that's why God says, and that's not all. He gives us the Holy Spirit, and we now have the ability, with the help of the Spirit, to say no to our sin and yes to God. We have the ability to truly apologize to the people that we hurt and ask them to forgive us. We have the ability to even show compassion to those who have hurt us and forgive them. And the Holy Spirit lives within our hearts, and He shows us where we go wrong, and as often as He shows us, we can see it, and we can say, God, forgive me. God, help me to be a new man. Help me to be a new woman. And when a person gives their life to Jesus, God doesn't just sit in heaven with His arms crossed and a scowl on His face, and He says, hey, you Christians down there, just get your life together, would you? you're embarrassing me. No, there's more. And the more is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit helps us to break with our sin. And we learn to say no to the things that offend and the things that harm God. And we learn to say no to the things that offend and the things that harm people. And we learn to say yes to loving and worshiping our Savior and Redeemer, and yes, to loving other people. And that's not all. Secondly, the Holy Spirit gives us the life of God. He gives us the life of God. We see this in verse 10. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin... The Spirit is life because of righteousness. So, every day we live, we're getting a little older. And as our bodies get older, what happens? They don't always cooperate. They start breaking down. We can get sick or or impaired and we get weak. And every day we get closer and closer to death. It's coming for all of us. What a cheerful thought. Can I get an amen? (laughs) But Paul says even though we are getting older and weaker and closer to death, the opposite can be happening on the inside, we are getting more and more alive because the Holy Spirit lives within us. At the risk of sounding a little trite, when we trust Jesus, God gives us the Holy Spirit and He's like a live-in best friend. Or one of my pastor friends used to say, the Holy Spirit is our sovereign, silent partner. We are not robots. God doesn't hold a gun to our back and say, you used to be bad, now start being good. Rather, the Holy Spirit is within us like a friend, like a partner, and we can ask Him to help us when we are afraid or alone. We can ask Him to help us when we are worried and feeling overwhelmed. We can ask Him to help us when we are struggling with temptation or with rage, We can ask Him to help us when we're facing grief or pain or illness. We may be getting older, but He is right there with us. And when we ask Him to help us, He does. And when we mess up and sin and offend God or hurt somebody else, He shows us the wrong. He leads us back to God in humble repentance. He leads us back to the people that we've harmed. And and we say, I did this. I was wrong. I'm sorry I did this. Please forgive me. I'm going to try to do differently next time. And what happens when we ask Him and He leads us is we become more and more and more alive. His character rubs off on us, and we learn how to love people. Have you ever noticed how when couples get old, they start to look the same? Sometimes? Well, it's like that with the Holy Spirit. We start to look the same. We learn to live with peace and joy. We learn to be kind and gentle. We learn how to be patient and self-controlled. We see the Spirit, He leads us into His life. And when we're at home and we open our Bible and we read something, or if we go to a small group where the Bible is read, or we go to worship where the Bible is read, we learn who God is, we learn how God works, and, we, and we, what He wants from us. And when we learn, we say, yes, God, yes, God, I love you, I love your ways, I want to live your way. And even though we're getting older, we're becoming more alive because the life of God is in us through the Holy Spirit. But that's not all. In verse 11, he says, "'If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you,' He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in us. So, we're getting older, we're getting closer to death, death is coming for us all. Where is the power of God's Holy Spirit in that? Paul says that the same power of God who raised Jesus from the dead is the Spirit of God Who lives in you. Let me speak for a moment briefly about the Holy Trinity. And I was so glad that Al included that in his testimony. We understand that there is one God who existed for all of eternity as three persons. It's a mind-bender. There is one God who is three persons, not three gods, Not one God with three heads or three hats or three faces. One God, three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit have existed forever together in joyful fellowship in love. And they invite us into that fellowship of love when the Spirit comes into our lives. Here's how it works, verse 11. The Father sent His Son, Jesus, to redeem us. Jesus was God the Son. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And then the Father raised Jesus from the dead, and the Father works through the person and the power of the Holy Spirit. The Father sent the Son, then the Father sent the Spirit on the Son, and the Spirit raises Jesus, the Son, for the Father. Are you tracking with me so far? And this is, this is one of… There, so there is one God who exists in three persons, and each of the persons of God has a role to play in God's gracious plan of redemption for us. But here's where it gets exciting. The Father sent the Son, Jesus, to redeem us. Jesus died for our sins. The Spirit raises Jesus from the dead. And the Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead… Is going to raise us from the dead also. When I was 15, the preacher said, If you want to make a decision for Jesus, God will forgive you and you will go to heaven one day and be with him forever. But Romans 8 says, That's not all. You see, Jesus was raised in a body, they laid him in an empty tomb. And on Easter Sunday, He got out of that tomb in a glorified human resurrected body. He met His disciples in the new body, and they struggled to recognize Him. Of course, they didn't expect Him either because people don't rise from the dead. And then, in that selfsame body, after spending time with them, He was raised back to the to the Father. He ascended to the right hand of the Father in heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father in heaven now in a resurrected, glorified human body. And Paul is teaching here that the Spirit is going to give each believer in Jesus who dies a new body like the body of Jesus. We're not just going to heaven like little floating ghosts playing harps with wings on our backs riding on the clouds. Jesus is going to return. He's going to judge the wicked and He's going to recreate the entire earth in creation. And the people of Jesus are going to live in, eternal, in an eternal city called the New Jerusalem. And we will have resurrection bodies like Jesus does, going to live forever with Him in the new heavens and the new earth. Right now, today, our bodies are getting older every day, and we're getting weaker every day, but we, and we will all eventually die. But the Spirit is going to raise us with new eternal bodies. We will dwell with Jesus in a new city, in the new heavens, in the new earth, in our new bodies. And what is broken and shattered and marred and fallen in our lives now will be made new in completion. Do you now see why, when we learn what Paul is teaching about the Holy Spirit here in Romans chapter 8, I have to say to my 15-year-old self and to you, and that's not all, and that's not all, and that's not all. We trust that Jesus died for our sins, and that's not all. God gives us His Holy Spirit, and that's not all. The Spirit helps us to break with our old way of life, and that's not all. He gives us the life of God within, and that's not all. He gives us life beyond life. My friend's wife, who found the offers on Home Shopping Network and QVC Irresistible, she just couldn't get enough she had to buy more and more and more. And she spent all the money that her husband made to fill a room with junk she would never use. And when she heard, and that's not all, she couldn't help herself, and she would pick up the phone and buy more and more stuff. And I can assure you that all of the stuff that she bought will never, ever fill up the empty spot in her soul, and she just kept wanting more and more and more. That's because the empty spot in our soul that exists in every single human heart, the heart of every man, woman, boy, and girl, is made for God. QVC and Home Shopping Network couldn't even begin to fill it up. If you fill this room with stuff from QVC, QVC, you couldn't fill up your heart. We are made to be loved by God, and that's not all. We are made to seek forgiveness in Jesus, and that's not all. We are made to be indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Because God is for us. If you would like to respond to that today, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand while our eyes are closed. I'm going to ask you to fill out your Let's Connect card. Put your name on it. If you put your email, your phone number and address, I'll reach out to you. If you don't, I won't. but if, if you are sensing the need for more, put down, I want more, and write down what part of what we talked about today is the more that you want. We will pray for you. Let's bow our heads together. God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we call upon you, the Creator, the Redeemer, and the Resurrector of our hearts. Come. Come work in our hearts and our lives. Do in everybody here or who's watching, what you've done in Al's life today. Do in everybody's heart, we did my life 15 years ago, 43 years ago when I was 15. Do what only you can do, grace upon grace upon grace, more and more and more. We love you, God. We want you. We worship you because you are the Redeemer of our lives. And so we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.